Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And welcome to the Courtney Turner Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney, and I'm super passionate about moving and thinking. On this show, we are going to dive into all things health, fitness, personal development, lifestyle, and political sociocultural. I've always been fascinated by people, and I love learning from the experiences and stories of others. This has been a treat for me, and I hope this is enjoyable and useful for you. As always, if you have any questions, comments, or any way that I can make this a better experience for you, please don't hesitate to reach out. Hello, welcome to the Courtney Turner Podcast. I am here today with Krista Ray. She is a registered nurse, a mom of three, and a health and fitness fanatic. She's an avid runner. How are you doing today? Um, Today's been um, fairly, you know, it's been an off day here today, to be honest with you. A lot <laughs> coming coming at me these days. Um, but I am so excited to be here today, this evening and and just having the opportunity to have a platform to talk with you about what's going on in this crazy world and excited <laughs> to get started. <laughs> yeah. So before we dive right in, um, I will just say this. I feel that, uh, you know, before we spoke a little bit and uh, you had uh, said something about how you're, you hope that your suffering will, you know, create uh, like some... Pr- sense of purpose and help for others. And uh, I'm a really big believer in that. I think that we all have our challenges in life and uh, that we can use the experiences and the lessons we learn and our surviving, our surviving and our perseverance as a means for creating purpose uh, for ourselves and a way to help others. And that's one of the, I think, most special thing about human beings is that we learn by proxy. So, you know, I, I can watch somebody walk through a glass door. I don't have to walk through it myself. Um, I can watch them do it and know that that's going to be bad for me. So I think it is really important that people share um, their stories. So I'm very grateful to your courage and uh, your willingness Thank to you. be here today. So with that being said, let tell my audience a little bit about uh, what you do, um, you know, how you got into uh, nursing, your experience this past uh 18, almost 19 months now. And uh, yeah, and then what okay. will bring us up to speed? Sure. Well, you know, <laughs> even as a child, I've just always had a love for life, you know, um, just getting in there and exploring and, you know, just seeing the world. And it just was, it's always been so fascinating. And as I, you know, as I grew up, um, you know, of course, no one is every, we all have challenges. We all have adversities. And I think, you know, it wasn't until my late, you know, mid twenties, um, you know, I had a pregnancy, um, unexpected. And, um, I think that's where I, you know, I think there's times in our lives where the road meets the rubber, you know, the fork in the road where we decide, are we going to just cave and, and curl up and, and are we gonna, are we gonna see this as an opportunity to, to fight and and with that I saw um, just an, a dynamic amount of opportunity for personal growth 
um, with, with that situation. And I think, you know, that's when um, my journey in life just became different. Um, you know, I think when we're growing up, we, we, we can become self-absorbed. It's all about us, all about us. And then when you have that, the opportunity to think about others, um, right. it's just a different way of living. It's a different, um, you know, I just think it's a brighter way to live. And yeah. so um, moving forward, I had a grandmother with Alzheimer's um, who ended up uh, living with us. And, oh. and um, you know, I grew up in a family of five. I was the youngest Italian family. So we're givers, we're helpers. We're like, come, we'll take care of you. So <laughs> my parents raised me um, with that attitude. Um, and then seeing my grandmother with the Alzheimer's, I think that that was where, you know, I went to college not knowing what I wanted to do. And then by just the process of elimination, I decided that nursing was going to be my thing. So I think that comes from just, um, just having a love of, of, of helping others and advocating for others. I think that's my sweet spot um, mm -hmm. where my joy really comes into play. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, so I went into nursing. I've been a nurse for gosh, over 25 years. Awesome. And, um, and, um, because of my situation, I kind of said, uh, back in, you know, when I was, uh, 25 and, and mm -hmm. pregnant, um, I kind of segued into the long-term, long-term care. Um, and, and that's, and I think that was also because I had a familiarity with my, my uh, grandmother with her Alzheimer's. And so that was kind of became my niche. Um, fast forward, um, you know, I've done a lot of things, just different, um, uh, other things. I've even done cos cosmetic dermatology prior oh to, um, you know, four years ago when um, another situational thing happened. Um, you know, we got a divorce. Uh, and um, so then I had to get my big girl pants on and get back out into the world. And I had this degree. And so, um, you know, just about three years ago, I um, got a job as an assistant uh, um, director of an assisted living which is a big job, right? Yeah. And then shortly, a hard you know, job. Not even not a little over a year into my job, then, then this whole COVID pandemic occurred. So, mm -hmm. um, and then I was just thrust into that. So, right. um, and you know, it was an opportunity to come alongside people and work with families. And that's just it, the advocating part, the, 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 you know, helping it's not, you know, nursing isn't just a patient care. It's a holistic approach. It's every, you know, it's mental and physical with for patients and family members and loved ones where, you know, I always say we're in this together. So, yeah. um, even through the, the, the beginning of the pandemic, um, you know, I just chose to embrace it and was it hard? Yeah. I mean, they were constantly a CDC and the health department. I was walking alongside them and putting protocol in place and then taking away and then putting in all this crazy stuff. And because of all that, I, you know, and I, I think it's just a, a, a choice I had made, um, the way to live is that I didn't tap into the news or, you know, I would come home and, and I'd be working hard and I'd be in the, the trenches of it. And so okay. for me, it was a personal decision to protect my mental status and, and my physical health and just kind of, um, you know, it didn't serve me well. I chose that, that, that news and all that stuff didn't serve me well. So I would come home and kind of be in the dark, you know, about a lot yeah. of things that were going on. And then fast forward, um, well, so then, you know, during the pandemic, we all, our lives were uprooted, right? You know, we were like, what do we do now? We're staying right. indoors. And and I believe there's a, I think it's called Ruthless People with Bette Midler and Danny DeVito. And I, it was, I don't know, I watched it so long ago. And 
you know, at the time my friends were drinking and eating and cooking and I'm like, and everybody, I just saw it. I was, I have an, I do have a his, uh, background of health coaching um, for, you know, mm-hmm. several 10 years of health coaching where it was a life, you know, I got people to change their lifestyle and it wasn't just a weight loss program. It was really right. creating, you know, making uh, decisions that support what you want in life, you know? Right. And so in that moment, which I use often is I assess my current reality. Right. And then from that current reality, then you goal set from there. Like, here's where I am. Where do I want to be? So in yeah. that moment, I was just laying in my, one of my favorite places. I like to be in my bed, snug, you know, snuggling. And um, I said, I'm not going to be that girl. I'm going to be better when this all comes, when I come out of this. And because I remember Bette Miller, she got kidnapped and she's, she was overweight and she's tied to a bedpost, I think. And she's, they show her all working out the whole time she's kidnapped. And then she comes out and she's like, awesome looking. So I'm like, I'm going to be that girl. So I hired a virtual trainer for a couple days a week and, you know, he and I started and then I'm like, what do I do in between? And so then the run, he's like, run a mile. I'm like, I don't think I can do that. (laughs) And then he's like, run two. So then I, I joined Strava. Oh my gosh, Strava. And it just became a personal, which that's a core who I am too. Like a heart of hearts is I like to take myself to the next level. I like to get out of my comfort zone. We do not know how capable we are until we are forced into so either true. adversity or we choose just to take it to the next level. And so I've had a lot of, you know, different. You don't know your limits till you test them. Yeah. Yeah. And I, oh, I just love it. So I got up to 30 a week. Um, I went from 11, 11 something miles to 840. Um, you know, like a, like literally like, uh, you know, I could do nine miles at 840 pace. Um, I could do a seven, seven thirty mile, you know, so I just, um, it was so much fun. And then I would do these you know, segments and stuff and just challenge myself. And it was great because it's a personal challenge, you know, nobody else. Um, yeah, of course you're competing against yourself. You're always beating your own best. Yeah. yeah, it's I loved it. I, I and I, I don't want to use it in past tense. I, I pray to God and I just hope that I have the opportunity someday to get back there because it's more than just the run. It's the beauty of the world, you know, the surrounding. It's the oh my gosh, it's just such an endorphin, uh, just a natural thing. And I just I miss it terribly. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I can see. Yeah, the passion for it. And oh, uh, you know, it's yeah. just yeah, when your passions are taken away, it's it's heart wrenching. Um, and you know, and I, okay, anyway, we don't have to go there, but so yeah. I come January, you know, they brought out the, the, and, um, I never been the first of anything. I didn't want to be the first. I'm not anti-vaxxer per se, you know, but, um, I, I know I didn't want to be the first of anything. Why not let somebody else try it out and see if they're <laughs> right, right. going to pay all that. Why? And, um, so I was pretty much kind of not, not interested in getting it, but I was, I would have been only a handful in this assistant living and I was the director. Right. So there was some personal pressure that went with that. And, um, and so with that being said, I went ahead and, um, I got the first vaccine. Can I ask you, um, when you say there was some pressure, uh, what, what kind of pressure? What, well, because I am in charge of the, the, the medical side of the building. You know, I pretty much run the show of the medical side of an assisted living, right? The elderly right. population. So, 
you know, I just, and they were, you know, I, 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 you know, many companies, you know, many healthcare companies were, you know, pushing their employees to get the vaccine, you know, and I don't want to say push, but they were encouraging it to the point where, hey, talk to your talk to your employees, you know, mm-hmm. let them know how important this is, you know, this is right. important. We're saving lives. We're, you know, the message, you know, the, the, right. the message that everybody was hearing. And so I just felt like I was a, in leadership role and it just, I don't want to say, how does it look? Because sometimes, you know, I'm at the age where I don't care anymore. This is about my family and my livelihood and my life and my people who, you know, my close ones. But in that moment, I felt like it was just the right thing to do. So I got the first one in January. I don't remember the date exactly. And the reason why I don't remember is because I felt okay afterwards. I went and ran nine miles. I'm like testing. <laughs> awesome. And, and so I did and I, and I did fine. And I'm like, okay, cool. I've got this. And then, yeah. um, then February 16th, I got the second one. And immediately just my whole arm was on fire. My whole left arm just from my right here, boom, immediately when it, not even, I don't even know if they inject, I don't know. I mean, just, I don't even know if the injection was even done yet. And it just, my whole arm caught on fire. And I was asking my coworkers, like, does your arm, is your arm on fire? No, no, you know? And, um, went home that night. I actually took some Advil that day and went home and it was still uncomfortable, but I was okay. You know, like, okay, fine. My arm hurts, you know, I'm pretty tough, (laughs) Um, but it was at the point for like three days. I could, at work manage, but when I was home lying in bed in the middle, I lost some sleep. I mean, I literally, when I wanted to turn, I had to like hold my arm up and turn it. And then I had joint pain, um, severe joint pain, knee, elbows, bilateral, elbows, knees, and ankles. So I'm, I knew that was, I didn't have any pain prior. I didn't have any medications. I didn't have a, you're, you're running 30 plus miles a week. I, no I, problem. I, I wasn't on any medications. I was, you know, I didn't have any aches or pains. I didn't have any mental, you know, condition. I did nothing. I was just taking a small handful of vitamins, you know, every morning. And, um, and so then came the joint pain and I knew it was related to the vaccine where I couldn't squat and get up. And I still was fighting through it, trying to run heavy, you know, my legs were pretty heavy. I did have some urine, urinary issues. Um, I, I, looking back, that's, I think that's what it was. I had blood in my urine, but no bacteria, which, and nothing was showing up. And so they were still treating me for a UTI. And so that was weird and off. Um, Thankfully that subsided and, oh, I'm so glad I don't have that. Yeah. Um, And then I went on and I never got back to my 30 sometimes. It could have been mind thing too, but I, I think overall I probably was a little more fatigue and trying to trying to endure. Right. And I had this weird webbing um, capillary condition on my legs, and I can send you a pic of that. And ever after my runs, it would really get exacerbated and show up, it would light up on my thighs. Very weird. And I went to a skin doctor, and he's like, "Well, if it's not bothering you, don't worry about it." Um, I, I I was in the the urgent care one time. He's like, well, at least you're not going to die. I mean, seriously. And that just blew me away. Cause I'm like, I never feared COVID. I was right there on the forefront with my residents that, that had COVID. I was feeding one a Magnum bar, you know, totally his mask off, right. you know, 
my, I had a willy nilly surgical mask, you know, that does, you know, we'll talk, we don't have to talk about that. And I didn't, you know, I, I, I gave him dignity, you know, I, I treated him with dignity and love. And when, when some people wouldn't, cause they were so scared and I just was fearless. So to tell me that, oh, at least you're not going to die. didn't do it for me with this vaccine. And so I had this webbing and now we're in June. I mean, so I knew something was still wasn't right with my body, but I was still functioning well. I was still independent. I was still, mm-hmm. you know, um, running, having, having the freedom to run and having my freedoms. Yeah. And then in June, I went to the urgent care because I, I started having all these poking feelings on my calves, like stabbing pains across my chest. My back was hurting. Um, but, but I also had stabbing pains on my calf and other areas of my body. So I go to the urgent care and this nurse, this doctor's, you know, pretty cool. And I said, I want a full workup, you know, thankfully I'm a healthcare provider. Right. So I, I feel blessed that I have that and, you know, behind me. And, uh, I said, give me a D dimer. I want this, uh, you know, I want a, a EKG. I want to make sure I'm okay. Cause I know, I, I know this vaccine's doing something to my body. Mm-hmm. Everything showed great. 12 days later on vacation, I break out in shingles. Whoa. <laughs> so, yeah. And yeah. you were, you were diagnosed with shing- shingles. Yeah. yeah. And what did and you, and they want to say it's stress. I'm on vacation getting shingles, <laughs> but you're stressed. 49 years old. I, you know, it's just, and I look, COVID and shingles, it's there, you know? So I'm like, oh, this is the vaccine. And then. Which I am it's re- not. I mean, I think we'll stop calling it that. I think that's something we should. A, a dangerous, I don't think- a very dangerous, whatever. You, yeah. I, I, I mean, you can call it an injection, experimental, uh, you know, drug. But, but it doesn't meet the definition, although they're changing the definitions currently, which is, you know, quite uh, upsetting, but, you know, because it's misleading that they're changing the definition to meet the qualifications of something that they're experimenting with, but it doesn't meet any of the traditional uh, standards for what that would be. So, but anyway, all all that to say, I just, I think that, you know, it shouldn't be called that, you know, I think that that's a. it's misleading, but absolutely. And they don't even know what to call what's going on at all. The, right. I mean, there's, there's no, there's no diagnosis I learned in nursing school. There's no illness that I ever learned in nursing school. There's no symptoms like this. I've ever learned in, in any textbook that I ever, ever read. Right. These are bizarre, odd sci-fi symptoms. You can't explain it. It's so bizarre. And uh, so, yeah, I had the shingles and I'm yeah. lying in bed and my neck is hurting. And I, and I'm like, okay, it hurts. Maybe it was because I woke up on the, you know, it kinked my neck. Right. And then it goes away. And then it comes back, you know, to the point where you're driving and you can't turn it, you know, and it's sore up the side of your neck. And then wow. my shoulder starts hurting. And then I'm lying in bed and I start looking at my skin and I start getting, and I know my body to a T, right? Sure. You know, us athletes, us help, like people who don't have any medications in our body, who, you know, are thriving, health, you know, healthy as we know it. Um, we know our bodies. Yeah, of we course. We know the minute something doesn't feel right, we know. Yeah. And 
I'm looking at my skin and I start seeing all these little uh, cherry um, hemangiomas. Uh, Whoa. They're little, those little, you know, they're little red ones, right? Yeah. So I go, I'm going one, two, three, four, five, six. I'm counting these little tiny, they're little tiny at the time. This is back in early July. Since then, there's, they keep getting a little bigger. And a lot of people don't like them for aesthetic reasons, but I go, oh, let me look that up. COVID, skin conditions, some study, Jerry and Jomas. I'm like, okay, this is the still the vaccine. I know it. And then it just escalated into a cascade of multi, multi symptoms. And it's just maddening. It's absolutely maddening. Um, wow. And then it over, then then it became two ER visits and they send you to another specialist. And then I go to the neurologist and I tell him what's going on. And he's, he thinks I'm there for the, the shingles. And I'm like, Hey, no, like this is, this is happening. This is that. And then he wants to send me to a rheumatologist. And so, you know, I know the system, I know how this works and I know that I'm healthy. I was healthy mm-hmm. before. Right. And so I said, I put the brakes on. I said, I'm not going down this rabbit trail. You know, they died, they gave me, they shelled out large amount of gabapentin in order, you know, to treat me initially. And I thought, this is not, we got to get to the bottom of this. You can't just treat symptoms. And these weren't normal symptoms. That's the problem. I'm like, even the, the presentation of the shingles didn't seem quite right. Why am I even stabbing all over my body and not just here and here? Like the, right. the presentation was off completely. So I then had to scramble. Now I'm two more weeks off of work. I'm scrambling for a primary physician. I never had one. It's just been a mess. And fast forward, I've spent thousands of out of pocket because traditional medicine doesn't really want to acknowledge it, most most of them. And so I'm paying out of pocket. You're talking $350 a visit. You're talking multiple supplements. They don't talk about all this. Um, they don't talk about, you know, I was out of work for three months. Uh, um, and then my last two paychecks didn't cover, weren't covered because of my, uh, I exhausted my vacation and my sick time, which I never used, you know, I had quite a bit cause I never was sick. Right. Um, and then now I'm filing disability for the uh, short term to get that back. Um, while spending out of pocket and still supplements, my last doctor's visit was $650. I mean, we're talking, it is just every area of your life. And then the emotional part of it and knowing that, you know, I don't want to sound doom and gloom, but right now in this current reality, let's assess the current reality. They're not, they're not even acknowledging it. They're calling it stress or anxiety. Most, most, I won't say everyone because there's um, some of my Instagram friends have found and see, you notice I'm twitching. This just started. I'm having these um, involuntary uh, twitches lately. This has been like the this, this past week. Um, and we can talk about all my symptoms. There's multiple. Yeah, I'd like to hear the rest of that. A lot of neurological, um, but, um, it's just snowballed, you know, I'm, I, I went back to work because as of the October 24th, I would lose my position (laughs) and then, but I'm not well, I'm not well yet. I'm still trying to, to find healing and trying to fix, you know, try to get some relief from these symptoms. Um, Without a lack of acknowledgement from the medical medical you know community, mo- a lot of them, um, 
how can you begin to discover treatments and how can you begin to really dive into it and, and really um, accurately, you know, take note of this. Um, so I feel like I have a disease without a cure right now. Um, you know, I hope that they across the board acknowledge it so then we can move from that. But until right. then, we're just all scrambling and we're communicating ourselves. And when I say we, I mean a ginormous, ginormous world of us. You know, we're like a world yeah. inside this world, all over the world. There's yeah. a lot of us are suffering. And, and when I mean suffering, I mean suffering from every way because, you know, you have to go, this is like a death and it's an immediate death. It's not like a slow progression that you get ill. This is, this just happens in one swoop. And I know that I have a younger one. My youngest is a cancer survivor. And I know what that feels to go from one day they're fine. And the next day you get diagnosed with that, but there's treatment, there's prognosis, there's acceptance, there's willingness from the, the, the physicians to team up and to, you know, collaborate and to do their best to treat, you know, your, your, you know, your son, this is completely the opposite. It's just, there's no support, very little. Wow. So I've got several questions for you going yeah. into this. You said you felt like this was just the right thing to do. And that's why you, you took it. Um, how, how much did you, is, is this from like, are you feeling involuntary twitches? Is that what I'm, I'm witnessing? Right. Um, yeah. Well, getting back to the yeah, right thing sorry. to do. Well, soon after that, Mm -hmm. Several months later, they made it mandatory with my company. So, you know, where would I be? Okay. You know, this is my livelihood. This is my, so it would, it, whether I did it February or I did it several months later, I would have been in the same boat. And had I been more astute with what was, I don't know, I questioned it on a, a very uh, amateur level. But even the amateur level, why would you want to be the first? It didn't make, you know, why would you want to be the first? I mean, so I don't know. I don't think I Let me be the guinea pig. Let me, yeah. Right. right. <laughs> but I threw my hands up for some reason. Um, multifaceted symptoms. I mean, uh, it started. So I want to get into, I want to get into all the symptoms, but um, so were you concerned that they were going to mandate it or was it more of just like you were like, I want to do, you felt this pressure that that was the right thing to do. And so you're going to do it. Or were you feeling like, like, what okay. was the, the senses? Yeah. <laughs> I thought they were going to mandate it. I think the the main thing was I was a leader of this community, you know, yeah. and for multi reasons. Um, if I hadn't gotten it, I just felt like I wasn't the team player. I was like I felt like from the medical side, I kind of was the hierarchy of this mm -hmm. community with elderly populations. So right. you don't get it, you know, how do we, you know what I mean? Right. Um, th there was just, I don't know. I think it was just because I was in the position I was. That's right. All. And, and then I figured I knew what I think, you know, I figured it was going to be mandated down the road anyway. And so why not, you know what I mean? Like why, why not put up that stink in those, that, that time frame? Why don't just. Just go know, along to get along. Yeah, for now. Because I was going to have to do it anyway, right. but you know, and, and people are walking out on their jobs and the same things happen. They're, they're in the same situation. I am, you know, yeah, so that's I got enough. the vaccine and I can't, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm having a real hard time. I, I'm not gonna say I can't work, but I'm, it's a slippery slope. I'm looking at disability. Um, 
see my hands like see my trauma yeah you can't see it but I, I can very- see it a little bit yeah yeah I can see it the light especially trauma especially the the pinky yeah the okay so um where's it going um what did your uh did your coworkers you, you know your colleagues did uh did did they all uh after the mandate did they all go along with it or was there a fight we had i won't say numbers but we had um, you know and then it was up to their decision and Mm -hmm. they both did yeah so 100 percent 100 percent wow after after the mandate yeah and i knew when they got it that i had issues and I, you know, one of them was my, per- my personal employee. And I just, I, you know, I just, I said, you know, if you're, you know, if you need anything, let me know. You know, I was, I didn't, you know, I don't know. I just felt, yeah, it was hard. It's hard. And it's going to be hard. It would be hard. It's going to be hard for me to watch the boosters coming down the pipe too. Are they mandating those as well? Um, No, but it's going to be hard to see my people, my Sure. You know, people I care for. Of, of course. Are uh, are any of your uh, colleagues, coworkers, are they experiencing symptoms as well? Um, I don't know if I should say that because um, I know multiple people. Yeah. I mean, not not not. I mean, yeah. I'd rather not say that because just That's because fine. if a, you know, I don't know if I'll be recognized, but um, I do know a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, and just in general, um, you know, even, you know, people, acquaintances, you know, not just strangers. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, wow. Um, yeah, so t- tell me what some of the symptoms that you had started to go into it. To, yeah, tell me as much wow. as you, yeah. So one of the ones that I think most people really say it's 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 not a fun one is you get head fullness you know head fullness well the neck the neck but then you get a head fullness up to mine initially was like here and then it ended up coming up to here and it's just this heavy fullness behind your eyes and and it's just um and i don't it, and it causes some fatigue with it okay here we go <laughs> um stabbing in your ears um numbness in my tongue and tingling numbness at the tip of my nose throbbing in your cheeks, throbbing in your jaw. Now, this isn't all at the same time. This is just a fa- right. multifaceted, you know, things. And you never had any of these before. No. And and some of these just you can't write about, you know. You can't yeah, sure. make a movie about. Um, pressure in your chest that just kind of goes through your back. You just, all day, just pressure. You know it's not a heart attack because it comes and goes here and there. Stabbing in your chest. I was in the ER for that one. Um and what did they say when Terrible. you were in the ER? Um, they did it. I, I didn't, I said, I want, and I, I didn't think it was a heart attack, but I wanted my heart checked. So I said, sure. <laughs> you know, so they did a CT scan of my chest and, you know, in my heart and everything was fine. All my blood work was great. My vitamin D levels were high or not high, but I, you know, when I got, when I came into my, my physician, my primary that I chose, who was accepting um, us um, and treating us my sure. you know my folic acid was good higher level everything was good like my all my labs they sometimes it doesn't show up in the labs but you're still having these experiences so that's yeah, I, I and i stutter a little bit too you can hear my experiences um it, my words don't come out right sometimes but 
um, they dismissed me. They said, oh, go to a, it sounds like you need to see uh, a primary physician because I didn't have one at the time. And then the other time I went for neuro neurological issues and they said, it looks like you, or no, they, one time they recommended I see a rheumatologist. So what they're doing is they're just feeding them off to the specialist is what they're doing. Right. They're not really, you on a wild they're, goose just, they're taking just passive, you know, or just diagnosis, just putting them down and then saying, we're going to send you there. We're going to send you there. They're not really in the ER. Isn't really gonna. No. Yeah. They're not in people. most cases they don't anyway. Yeah. Yeah. ER isn't. And so they just send them to the next, you know, to a, a specialist and that's what people are doing. They're going down this rabbit hole of specialists and along that way, then you're getting medicated and you're getting medicated and your body's getting all muddied with all these side effects from the medication. And, and the bottom line is it's inflammation in our bodies. It's yeah. not, it's not room, the rheumatology and, you know, it's not, it's bigger than that. It's something is causing inflammation in our bodies. And right. my doctor said, basically we need to tame the tiger. The tiger's the inflammation and we just need to find a way to tame it down. We're not, you know, that doesn't sound like we're curing it. We're not, you know, we're just right. taming it, meaning these supplements and all the multiple things people are doing and putting ingesting, or, you know, I can share the latest, greatest stuff um, that mm -hmm. people seem to be working, but I'm watching going, we're spending thousands of dollars on these treatments. And is it, it's, it's kind of seems like, you know, nobody, it's nothing sticking long-term so far. You know what I mean? Right. It's just that I've seen, um, okay. well, you know, it's, it's a temporary kind of thing. And sure. I hope that one of these is a long-term where it just cures you. Uh, but right now I'm just not seeing it. I'm just not seeing it. So we're, we're, I, I feel like I might've interrupted you. Were there other symptoms or? Is that oh yeah. Um, so uh, um, uh, stabbing in my wrist, um, uh, numbness in my arms, um, arms and legs, like your whole body feels like you have an energy in it, like a like a, like a wah, wah, wah. And then sometimes it feels like a low tens unit, like a very low tens unit. You hear it feel this tingling and this low tens unit in your arms and your extremities. Right. And it's just exhausting. You know, your body's being worked. You know, if your body yeah. has this, you just know it's being worked. Um, uh, these two fingers, um, uh, like numbness a little bit. And then sometimes they'll just kind of go off and do their thing. My, my grip is off often. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, tingling in the tip of my finger, um, just stabbing pain every, you know, where heat, like a very, like a heat on my extremities and on top of my, sometimes on the side of my hand where it, it's like a hot, that it feels cold, like a burning, um, hot spots on my calves. Um, well, now I'm having this, this jerking, you know, or I, I'm not, it's not happening now, but sometimes I'll go like that. Or one time my mouth went on just random, um, uh, twitching in my lip, twitching. That's one thing, twitching in your lip. Um, my vision, blurred vision. Um, wow. I don't know. There's so many multiple symptoms. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, insomnia is big. I it's, that started happening about a month ago. All of a sudden I got this insomnia thing and that's something new. So your symptoms just kind of oscillate, you know, right. Um, I didn't have some, some that I didn't have in the beginning I have now. So that's the scary part. That's the scary part, you know, is where's, where's it kind of, kind of land and settle and hit and what, what does tomorrow bring? You know, you just don't know. And that's why it's hard, super hard to live life. Um, I was told 
And I think people are finding out more and more. And, but I was told early on, you have to rest. You just have to rest. And I go, what does that mean? What does that mean? Can I run? Can I run? And, and he knew how much I loved it. And he knew how much it meant to me. My doctor, he said three, three miles a week at, you know, and, and then I just, the more, the more I got to know my body this way, I just knew that it wasn't going to work. You know, I knew what happens when you try, um, it causes more inflammation. Something, you know, with activity, it causes exacerbation. So your Um, symptoms get worse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think, I think so. I think that's fair to say. I mean, if I would go out and run 30 miles this week, I think that I would, I think I would probably, my speech, I maybe my speech would be worse. My jerking would be worse, you know, because it, it causes more, that's what they believe. And I, 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 I've tested the water a little bit. And, yeah. And I, I'm curious what, yeah, what happened when you tested. I was at the beach and that's the problem. Like I like to take it hard, you know, I like right. to, that, that was probably, I, can say. I mean, I like to take it to the next level. I like to really, I, I knew um, what you meant. Yeah. yeah. You, you like to push yourself. You like to challenge push, yourself. Yeah. yeah. And so it was like, Hey, let's do a little frisbee, you know, frisbee and volleyball on the beach. And you know, me, sure. I'm dying. I played, I tried to play pickleball like three weeks ago, just, it was random. I went to see my boyfriend and his friend and oh, I couldn't resist. I'm like, come on, give me the pedals. Let me just try. And, right. and then I end up with a skin knee because I took a dive, you know, that's just me. I'm the fast lane. And so this is just really, really hard. So what happens when you were trying to, and to do these things that you love to do? In the moment I could feel my body just, you know, like surging. I call it surging the energy, but but, you know, in those moments we can, you know, the human body is capable of so much more than we think we can do. Right. And, and right. even in those little snips of moments, you know, I could take my body to the next level and ignore what was going on inside me. Um, but then the next day, you know, I just kind of felt like crap. My head has, you know, had had that fullness a little more and more fatigue. And um, so I think we're all across the board getting to know our bodies, um, you know, uh, I would say she's a friend of mine and was a mutual friend we have. Um, she has uh, inflammation on her kidneys and uh, since July 1st, and she's very healthy, fit, Pilates and, mm-hmm. um, and, and vegan. And she's continued to work out through the whole thing. And, you know, I don't know. I mean, she knows, but she said, if I didn't do my, my exercise, oh my gosh, I would be so depressed. And blah, blah, right. blah. And like, yeah, it's a challenge. It's a super challenge for me to give up that running and the things I love and the independence of driving. I mean, the list goes on and on, but just the euphoria that you get with running. Can um, you not super, drive? Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, it, it's a hit or miss. I um, I don't drive far, far distance. Okay. I drove to Studio City and I had a, I drove the side streets back as far as I could down Ventura Boulevard. It's just too much sometimes and it's unpredictable. Um, but at that moment I was, I was going in some traffic. I had the head fullness and it just gets where you're, it's just hard to, you know, there's, it's a lot of things going on on the LA freeway, right? Sure. Sure. Yeah. So so, you feel disoriented um, and. Not, you know, just a little, you know, it's just kind of, sometimes it can be a kind of a little bit of leg, you know, or it just, it's just too much, you know, for your brain to kind of, and then there's, then that anxiety kind of sets in and then it's just, you know, it's just, it's, it's super hard. Um, so yeah, so 
I don't even like, you know, I lost my independence with even, even, even driving a little bit, you know, it's, or it's like, let me plan for that. But, oh, how am I going to feel? And, and some of these things people deal with chronic illness is, is is nothing new. It's nothing new, but a lot of us were super healthy. We're not, we weren't on the road to, from, to disease. You know, we weren't on right. that pathway. We were, we were functioning and, 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 and thriving. And sure. now, we're to, now we're surviving. So it's like a death. I mean, it's like a, it's like a death, a sudden death. And then, and then you're not heard and you're not, and, and you're ignored. And then they're still trying to push it and mandate it. And that's, you know, you know, I've been struggling for months just to try to figure out what is going to move me forward in my life now. What, what, what is it? You know, I've got my kids, of course I can fight for, you know, just to be the best because my kids are still, you know, I'm still an example to them. And I, you know, and I want to be the best I can for them and my loved ones. Of course. Um, But it wasn't until recent that I got to know a lot of people on Instagram and, you know, I'm not alone. I've got great support. Um, my, my, um, partner Todd, he's been amazing. He's just my rock. And, um, but there's something said for being a part of something, a group, you know, the people that are experiencing what you're experiencing. And so that was a turning point mentally for me. And, um, and now I'm on a mission. Now I'm on a little mission. I'm going to, now I got the fight in me to, um, make a difference, you know? Yeah. No, people, people need to hear because uh, there's so much censorship and there's so much suppression of information that people don't know, you know, I'm curious, how old are your kids? I got a 24 year old, mm-hmm. um, and then I, uh, made a son and then my daughter's 18. Uh, mm-hmm. she's, she's just graduated last year. And then my yeah. youngest, um, is he just turned 16. So, which is great. He's got his permit and awesome. so he just drives me everywhere. He, he drives. That's you great. Go it, oh, yeah. It yeah. Perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious how they're responding to all of this. Um, and you know, are, are they feeling with, I don't know what they do and what's where they're in school and whatnot. Are they feeling pressure um, to take, to take it? And uh, yeah. How are they reacting? Well, yeah. I mean, my oldest already had COVID and Mm. I think, you know, he's, he just doesn't like being bossed around. So he's (laughs) good. That's where he was coming from. And then, you know, it's just interesting, you know, I mean, um, you know, we had a conversation and I, and I think he's, you know, when you're old and older and you're not living in the home and you're kind of detached sure. from what, the, you know, what's going on and you're with, even with your parents and stuff, Yeah, it's, you know, it's that age where you're more self-absorbed, but you know, we had a conversation and he, he was like, he was thinking about getting it just for the fact that, you know, I guess the peer and just, just, you know, what, what every, a lot of people feel. Mm. And then I said, how can you do that knowing about me, you know? Yeah. And then I think, you know, and, and this is usually what he does. And I think then he probably dug a little deeper in our last conversation <laughs> was more like he was going to hold, hold tight. Um, my daughter, she's just not on board, um, at all. And, um, you know, she struggles, uh, just the way the dynamics were with family and her younger brother with, um, uh, cancer. She has some struggle with anxiety and, and, and it's kind of, you know, settles in her stomach and stuff. So I don't think she wants to add anything to her plate, even, you know, <laughs> and she sees that it's, it's, it's dangerous and it's, it's a Russian roulette. It really is. It's like, yeah, yeah. it, you know, and that's what I mean. If you knew 
that the possibilities, why would you, do, would you want your kid to have the life, you know, the, the current life that I have, you know, of, of um, being unhealthy and sick, would right. you know, would you make that decision for your kids? So she's, she's pretty much, hang, you know, she's not for it. In fact, she just told me the other day that an 18, another girl that she graduated with is posted that she's having neurological issues like you mom. So she's seeing it. Um, and then, um, and then my son, you know, he's bless his heart. Soccer is so important to him in, in going to college with that, you know, as a soccer goalie. And, and he's like, mom, you know, it's my life. Soccer's my life. And I said, buddy, you're not going to have a life. Are you not going to be able to play soccer at least if you have the condition I do? And, you know, I said, hang tight. That's what I tell him. Hang tight. Hang tight. And that's what I, I just think, hang tight. You know, my heart of heart, you know, hearts feels like maybe there's a, ch- you know, that there's a chance that we can stop this mandate. That's all. Just yeah. stop the mandate and give people choice. That's all I want. You know, I don't want my, us, the remaining people in this world that haven't had the vaccine to be forced into this. It's just, because it's devastating if you get what I get, got. It's devastating. We're all devastated and we are suffering. It's injury is too light. Injuries, you know, this vaccine injury, it is every area of your life is, is affected. It's, it's, yeah, it's so pretty sorry. bad. I call it a shit show because it is. It just, is, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And we get, we get sad and we get mad and we, yeah. you know, and then you're questioning, you know, should you be happy? Should you be this? You know, so there's just all this, you know, there's oh, a sense emotion. of turmoil. Of course. Um, I'm settling into it though. I'm getting, um, I'm getting to a place of, accept- I think key, the key is acceptance, even the worst, you know, situation. Right. If you can get to a place of acceptance, then you can move from it. You can. I, that's so true with so many things in life. I Absolutely. wanted. You were saying you're taking all sorts of uh, supplements and you're trying different uh, treatment protocols, and some of them work at least for a little bit. Can you talk a little bit about what seems promising and what you're doing? Yeah. Well, I think the overall. Um, I haven't. I've been careful about my treatment. Like I said, I was, I had a clean slate, you know, I wasn't taking anything. I wasn't doing, you know, I was eating healthy. So when I went to my physician, he initially, you know, drew blood work and then put me on a multifaceted array of supplements. And a lot of them are um, what he, when I got the sheet, it said COVID long hauler treatment. So I was just going to be part of that. He just threw all these vaccines you know, symptoms into that. So that's, that was how it went. It was a sheet of paper. So, but I'm taking high doses and I don't know if other people are, I mean, I'm taking 9,000 milligrams of vitamin C. I'm taking 50, almost 15,000 milligrams of vitamin A. I'm taking, um, yeah. So you're on a 9,000 of vitamin C. Um, no, yeah, 9,000, um, 20,000 units of vitamin D. So these are really high. And then there's like, um, uh, there's called Mariva, which is like anti-inflammation. There's 60 milligrams of melatonin. There's, I mean, I could pull out my list. I'm trying to think. And one thing too, I, I've had sometimes there's been a few occasions where I forget things too. So it does affect your memory, but this isn't the case. But it's just a lot to think about. Um, sure. I do take uh, hydroxychloroquine uh, twice a day. Mm-hmm. I take ivermectin twice a week. Okay. Um, 
I take oh a probiotic. So he's got me basically what he's what he's doing is he's giving me a lot of COVID and long hauler, um, you know, treatment and that up the front end. That's what he's giving me. And then it kind of after six weeks, I feel like when I came into him, I, my speech was really off and I was I was more everything was exacerbated. I was a mess. Right. So with six weeks in, you know, as I kept taking these the this the supplements and everything. Um, I did get some relief. I feel like over that period of time, um, gradually, I did get to a better place functioning. Um, Symptoms were less severe. But I was six weeks in and I'm like, okay, I got to get back to work. Like, this is just kind of status quo. And at the time, I thought I, there was a, you know, potential, like, maybe I could heal, you know, or get to a place where I could, I knew what to expect and I could function. And six weeks in, and so then I um, you know, Todd is super, super helpful and in just investigating any, you know, things. And so we came across the treatment, uh, we came across a video, um, with Dr. His name is Dr. Bean and, and then Dr. Patterson, and it was with the FLCCC and they have a protocol for treating long haulers. And in that video, they also, um, threw in, uh, vaccine, you know, people with that, who have had the vaccine, who also have, uh, quote, long hauler symptoms because some of these symptoms are long hauler symptoms and so they threw in that this treatment um, they had done a study with algorithms and everything that this treatment um, was helping people with the situation I was in so that's when I brought that to my doctor's attention and I said hey can we try this of course I was super uh, I wasn't leery but I was kind of digging my heels a little bit because now we're into medicine Right now we're taking supplements and now I'm going into medicine. And I personally believe medicine is just to treat symptoms, but it does not, it doesn't cure the problem, you know? So when you take a cholesterol medicine or you're taking a blood pressure, your, your heart's, you know, you, you still have high cholesterol. It's just, it's just, it's yeah. basically, you're, you're still not, the disease. You're not addressing the root cause. Right. You're still, you still have the disease. Yeah. But it's slowing to down. There's my speech again. It's slowing down the disease process. Right. So what's happening when you're taking all these medications? People think there's the lifestyle is still the same. They keep eating the same. They keep doing you know diabetics. They take their insulin and they eat like crap. And so not everybody, not everybody. Right, right. But, yeah. But 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 often people think that instead of changing the lifestyle, they take a, a, a medication and then you have all the side effects from that. And it just it doesn't. Then you go down a path of disease and then you're living longer and you're just feeling like crap. Um, I didn't want any of that, but I saw this as an opportunity to get well. And so uh, now, um, so we started the program and he kind of didn't do it exactly uh, the protocol. So we kind of, it's not exactly the way the FLCC, because I was already on all these, these supplements. He said, keep them, keep all that high doses. And, um, and so now I'm taking, I I started off with 60 milligrams of prednisone. So now now I got prednisone and I'm on five right now. I'm a steady five. Um, I take, um, Lipitor. This is all, there's meaning behind this. It's not because I have high cholesterol. It's to open up the blood vessels for something to help me with the inflammation. Um, fluvoxamine. And then I think the turning point then later you introduce more if you're still not well. And um, the latest I introduced was LDN, naltrexone. 
And I take that at night. And I do believe over after two weeks of taking it, I think that is when I think I've shown a little more improvement with that. The and head fullness. Is that, say that again? Naltrexone. Naltrexone. Okay. Um, yeah. And I don't, I don't want to say exactly what it is. We'll have to look that up, but, um, okay. or I can say it. And then I think yeah. it's like a um, detoxer, detoxification yeah. one. They all work for different things. Sure. Um, and that helped with the head fullness, you said. I believe so. But okay. it's such a multifaceted array of symptoms. Yeah. You know, that went away, but then I start having more, um, you know, these twitches now and these, you know, these jerking stuff that's starting to come up. And so it, it's just hard to pin it down. It's super hard to pin it down. And, you know, you just take one day at a time. So you were telling me about, you know, all the supplements you're taking and uh, some medication that you're taking that seem to be at least temporarily keeping some of the inflammation at bay, um, not necessarily a cure and it, the symptoms are oscillating. Uh, but are you familiar with some other uh, protocols or treatments or things that other people may have been trying that may be helping them? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Right now, what I'm seeing, and like I said, I'm just recent tapped into this all this whole new world um, of, you know, I was just not aware of the gravity of all this. Mm -hmm. um, but what I'm seeing lately is um, hyperbaric chamber okay. um, is working or is giving people relief. Um, the only thing is, you know, the one, one has rented one in her home and she's doing 90 minutes twice a day. Wow. Um, Another one, you know, a lot of other people are seeking, you know, going to a place to get it done. Of course, mm -hmm. these are costly items, right? Um, the other one is H, uh, HBO2, which is kind of like, um, uh, it's basically cleaning your blood. It's kind of like a dialysis uh, for your blood. And um, I've seen people have immediate uh, relief. Uh, I'm just watching because I don't know how long of the relief you'll get, you know, or, you know, or just, you know, is it, you know, is it, how long is it going to last? Is it, right. it going to cure? And so, you know, that's a, one gal quoted like a $2,300 treatment, you know, and she's gotten two of those. Um, and then there's another physician actually here in Santa Monica that's uh, doing, it's a $3,000 treatment and wow. it's an infusions and light therapy. It's like a four hour treatment. Um, people are averaging five. And so that's like a $15. And I do know somebody I've contact, I've been in contact with another um, person who's suffering and he did five treatments and it didn't work. So that's kind of where we are right now. I, 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 there may be a few others, but people on the you know forefront um, of Instagram and being followed, there's a, you know, a lot of different supplements that people are throwing out and everything, but those are the big treatments that are um, right now people are kind of wow. trying out. Well, they're really just expensive, but I will certainly put links so that people can explore, you know, and if they're sure. in position to, thank you. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Wow, well, you, you are such a trooper and I am so grateful for your courage to speak up and to share, you know, this story, which has obviously not been pleasant for you to rehash and, you know, share with me. So I, I'm really grateful um, and honored that you trust me to do that. Um, I'm curious what 
you would tell people, um, you know, because these mandates are upon us and there are lots of people who are feeling, you know, pressured, uh, but some people are thinking their their livelihoods are at stake, their, uh, their, their freedoms are at stake and they're willing to, uh, you know, take this uh, experiment and uh, to risk. So what, what is it that you would want to tell people? If I knew what I know now, your health, health is so important. When you don't feel good, there's less joy and there's less interest in going out to a restaurant or a concert or traveling or, you know, and, and as far as your job, there are jobs out there, you know, I say hang tight, hang tight and as long as you can, you know, if I were in the, knowing what I know now, I'd be, I'd say, I'd walk away from my job and I would find something else, you know, there's, there's a lot out there, you know, your back's not against the wall. This isn't the only job. This isn't the only, you know, there's opportunity when you have your health, when yeah. you don't have your health. Yeah. You don't have as many choices, so you true. know, you're, you're limited. And the people, and those of you who are healthy and thriving, you know, it's not worth a job. It's not even worth finances because right now, look at me, if you get what I have, you're going to be in the same boat, the same exact boat. And for your children, oh my goodness, like, you know, we got to protect our kids. It's dangerous. And so that's why I'm here today. You know, I want to share my story, but I also, my mission moving forward Mm -hmm. is to, I want to stop the mandates. I want people to be able to make a choice and educate themselves. And I want to stop the mandates. Um, There are so many of us suffering and I want, um, I just think it's important that everyone knows. So um, there is a movement. And I don't know, um, I guess I didn't raise my hand, um, but I am wearing this red ribbon. Yeah. And I didn't um, know that. yes, it's, we're out there. We're wearing these red ribbons and um, these red ribbons, if you see anybody wearing the red ribbons, it's, it's, it's somebody who's been vaccinated and is suffering tremendously from the side effects of this vaccine. They're lying. And it's, it's just in you and and you can ask me, if you see me, you ask me what's going on. I want to let people know, you know, what the symptoms are and, and what it entails. And then there's also, um, you know, because this stands for that, you know, we're not alone. There's a lot of us and I want, and we're going to be walking the earth and, in groves mm-hmm. and you're going to know that the, the, we're, we've been injured. We need to come out. Our voices need to be heard so that not another person is, you know, has has symptoms like us and their lives are changed and particularly the children i mean i just want this to stop for the children um and i don't want this to happen to anyone and there we're also wearing um when you see a white white ribbon um this is for uh representing that it's your choice you should you know it's your it's your body it's your choice 
And um, in, in the white ribbon, everybody wearing the right, right. This is what it has. This is what this is part of it. Um, the white ribbon, you know, is identifying everybody who's standing up to this mandate, who's walking away from their jobs. And, 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 you know, because togetherness is important, you know, if we can't stand at the, the White House, we can walk this earth together and, and be united that way. And so the white ones are um, standing for um, together we stand. Together we stand and we're in this together. We're not alone. Power in numbers. I think that's really, yeah. So people need to unite. You need to find each other and the voices need to be heard. Absolutely. And in that there's healing. There's going to be healing and, and strength for the people who walked away from their jobs. And there's going to be healing and strength. And with that support for all of us who are suffering. And hopefully we will stop this madness. It's just, it's just terrible. It's, it's, you can't write shit like this. You can't make a movie like this. This is, this is something, it's just, it's just blows me away. It really does. Dystopian. It's really dystopian. Yeah. 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 And and the way my body feels, I just never dreamed in a million years I would have this going on in my body. It's just, it's sci-fi. Yeah, you, you, you valued your health so much. You took care of your body and it, you, you were blessed with health. And then, Absolutely. yeah. And I just hope the people that already had health conditions, you know, I hope that they are, you know, I just, I think there's more, there's more out there that just don't know. And that's why I think, you know, I ran into a gal at the park and she goes, what, you know, the bracelet. And I said, oh, you know, I'm suffering from the vaccine. And she was getting physical therapy for her leg because it wasn't working properly. And she was having migraine headaches. And I said, it's the vaccine. Did you get the vaccine? She goes, yeah. And I go, it's the vaccine. She goes, I thought so, but I didn't know because she went to a doctor who told her it's probably this and didn't, didn't, you know, even address that it was the vaccine. And the more we spoke and the more we talked about our symptoms, she had multiple, you know, multiple symptoms, just like me, not as, you know, just different, but that's what this is about too. It's just the people that a lot were feel alone yeah. are, are in denial or whatever, um, that we, we can, they, they'll know they're not alone and they'll be heard. So, so uh, a few last questions pretty quickly um, to wrap this up, but where can people find information about, you know, others uh, who have been uh, affect, afflicted? Um, and uh, yeah, do, and is there a place that's selling the ribbons or is just anybody finds a red or white ribbon? So yeah <laughs> yeah um we are just right now we are just word of mouth we are just mm -hmm. kind of just passing it along um yeah. we are um we do have a plan in process and in mm -hmm. you know by the next couple of weeks you know by the time this is you know aired we'll yeah. have something uh greater um but right now it's just it's organically evolving and um and and that sometimes is the best way you know yeah. to just to kind of organically let it do its thing i am confident that um over time that we're just it's just gonna blow out of the water and 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 we're just gonna be walking the earth and and people are gonna see it and and maybe we can just 
stop this in numbers. I don't know. But um, but yeah, um, as far as all of us suffering, um, you know, just once you latch on to one person on Instagram, often then you just see, you know, they're following multiple ones and it's just, you know, it snowballs. That's how it happened for me. Um, I do know that um, other people, other um, people that I've spoken with are on multiple um, groups. Uh, I can't, I don't remember the names, but there's one that has a hundred thousand of us on there. So um, yeah. Incredible. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. just like a one random social media group. There's several like that. Um, yeah. I spoke to one guy. He's in Temecula. Yeah, there's. A, I mean, we have. There's so many different stories. So many sure. different stories. No, I, I I can imagine. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, are there any other? Uh, before I ask you if you have any other, I guess the twofold question will be just: uh, What do you think the hope is for the future, both of? Uh, finding some sort of hopefully cure for this, uh, you know, for those who have taken it and uh, also for fighting this mandate. You know, I don't think it's gonna happen overnight. You know, I think, I don't know, um, anything's possible. You know, I I don't take no for an answer until I really know. So it's really hard to say that it's not going to happen. Um, I do believe that we have to have an acknowledgement first. And that's, that's why we're coming out. We're coming out. We're going to be seen. And there's, how can you deny us when we're all standing on this earth together, you know, just doing life. It's not that we're, you know, we're, we're down on the streets and groups. We're just going to do our lives. And I just can't, I just hope that there's no denying it. That's my hope. Um, I know we've been, you know, I, Instagrams have been taken down, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so I don't, I don't know, but um, you know, I think it's possible. Anything's possible. And I think the world is shifting and the dynamics are shifting and and, and there is, there's a God, there's a God in this too. You know, there's, there's a, there's something he, there's bigger, bigger, um, bigger, you know, there's a, there's a God in control of all this and I'm just going to be used as a vessel, you know, to, to be, have him work through me and, and make a difference. And I'm just more convicted than ever. I went from super sad and super not knowing what my life was going to be with this vaccine. And so that, that's a great question. You know, is there, you know, I was so focused on being cured and focused, you know, and, and now it's like, I'm, you know, kind of getting not used to the symptoms because you can't get used to these, but I'm kind of settling into it. You know, I'm settling into, um, you know, just the phases of all this. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm ready to fight. Um, I'm feeling like I'm getting more meaning and purpose to, you know, save lives and to, and that with that stopping the mandate and um, yeah, um, I can't predict the future, but I can fight super hard to make a difference. And that's what I'm going to do. And I'm in, and I, and I just, anybody who wants to come alongside, let's do this, you know, yeah. Well, yeah, it's I, brought, yeah, it's changed my whole mentality. I mean, there are super hard days, but, but this, this is, this is something that's really on my heart right now. And I'm more convicted than ever. So, yeah. 
Well, I, I thank you for your courage and your conviction. And uh, I, I'm a huge believer that, you know, I, I always say that the Great Awakening combats the Great Reset. Um, so I think that, you know, we need more people to speak out so that more people can be aware. A lot of people just don't know, you know, so the more people who wake up and the more people who will uh, share stories like yours and then people can have some informed consent, right? People can really make a choice Absolutely. based on Absolutely. if they want to take a risk that is up to them to take. But if they don't know the risks involved and if the risks are being uh, suppressed and censored and lied about, then, you know, that's a, a very different story. So, yeah. Yeah. And then the risk, and if you get it, no one knows what to do with you. That's, we, you know, and we that's can't scary. find, we can't find cures and treatments and, you know, and we can't find better solutions if we're not willing to discuss what's actually happening. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So thank you so much. If you have anything else and uh, when you have all the links up and ready, I will post them. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'll get some more of those groups out there too for you. Yeah. So people who can, can join and, and, and get some support and so forth. So yeah, thank you so much. It's, it was a pleasure. It was really Likewise. Thank you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.